Well, hello, Graham. Hey, Matt. Uh, I don't know if you've heard the news. What, what but, news? Uh, I'm a father again. Oh, I saw on Facebook. Congratulations. Yeah, to a beautiful, beautiful um, PlayStation 5. <laughs> yes. I was. So, you got me in the first half. Oh, did I? Uh, I was like, just, I was like, wow! I didn't. That was unexpected. I didn't. He didn't even mention that they were pregnant. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Graham. Yeah, we um, we signed up on like the EB Games waitlist, like our local EB Games. Okay. I think like you know, like late November. Yeah. Because my yeah. wife was gonna try and get one for Christmas, but uh, she didn't put herself on the list, of course. So she goes in, and they're like, "Ah, we'll call you in like May." Oh. And so she'll go. Okay, yeah, we'll put us on the list, please. And then. Yeah, it's January 11th. That's the day of this recording. And I guess they just flew through their list pretty quick because uh, I was on there. I got the disc version, and I'm wondering if that might have been my saving grace. Because mm, the disc list is a lot the... cheaper. Yeah, it's cheaper, and people don't like discs. So I think mm-hmm. that might have worked to my benefit. That list might have been shorter. So Yeah. No, it's good. But yeah, it's currently uh, set up on my, uh, on my 4K TV that I got for Boxing Day Ooh, to prepare nice. for this PlayStation 5. Um, and I'm currently downloading <laughs> all my old PS4 games, but <laughs> that's what I love about the PS5, because now I can put my PS4 away and play on something that doesn't sound like an airplane jet, I hope. Yeah, mine's we'll starting see. to get there. Yeah. Um, also, I got Assassin's Creed Valhalla for mm-hmm. Christmas, and that comes with a free upgrade if you have the disc version. Oh, Free PS5 nice. upgrade. So that's downloading as well. So I'm very excited about that. And I picked up the PS5 uh, PlayStation Plus game, uh, which is Man Eater. Um, mm-hmm. Also, it comes with a, it comes with Astrobot game. I've heard good excited. things about heard, that. I've heard good things about that as well. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I'll let you borrow my PS5, Graham. We'll do an episode on it. <laughs> okay. Just thanks. kidding. I'm not. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's 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 going to be hard to uh, to talk tonight it's like i'm it's like you're a kid at christmas and you just got a game boy and i have to go to your aunt's house to eat food but all you want to do is play with your game boy that's mm-hmm. what it's like today for me so <laughs> yeah um so yeah we should so i guess should we roll credit not credits um roll, roll the credits we're ending it <laughs> yeah thanks for listening everyone um yeah that's been a review yeah no we uh, should first, uh, first review of 2020 is or 2021 sorry correction yeah uh, yeah, Graham, we haven't done this since last year. Yeah, it's been... Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Oh, boy. It's not a great start to the year with that joke. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll do better. Okay, let's yeah, we can only go, we We can only go up from here, right? So Yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. We're just setting the bar low. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Velvet Room Review. I'm Matthew. And I'm Graham. And on this first episode of 2021, uh, we're going to go to our roots and, and review a game that came out five five years ago. Yeah, our, our, our signature move. You know, interestingly enough, Graham, this, uh, I did a little research on the game we're going to play. Other than playing it, I did a Wikipedia search, because mm-hmm. I generally do that. Yeah. 
This game came out for the Nintendo 3DS before anything else. Did I play it on the 3DS? Isn't that crazy? That's crazy to me. Oh, gosh. I'm trying to remember. No, no, I didn't play it on the 3DS. I don't think I did. But, yeah, no. The SteamWorld games... So, the game we're talking about today is called SteamWorld Heist. It's the uh-huh. fourth game in the SteamWorld series. Third, um, third, according to Wikipedia. Oh, I think... Did SteamWorld Dig 2 come out after Heist? Uh, yes, it did. Okay. So, um, fourth game chronologically. Um, oh, I but, see. Uh, yeah, so they started on the 3DS uh, with there's a SteamWorld tower defense game that I never played. Mm-hmm. And then I played SteamWorld Dig 1, 2, and Heist on PC. And then okay. there's another game that came out a year or two ago called Hand of Gilgamesh, which uh-huh. is like a card-based RPG. Oh, cool. Um, I think it's kind of like a roguelike, kind of kind of a um what's the one that, with the tower? Uh Slay the Spire? Yeah, Slay the Spire. It's kind of like Slay the Spire. I think. Right, right, right. Right. Okay. Um cool. yeah, so I had a little bit of history about the series going in, but did you have any other interesting facts? Oh, other interesting facts. Um yeah, I was really surprised that this came out on 3DS cuz it looks so good on the PS4. Like, like visually, it, it, it's very stunning. So to imagine it on my 3DS, it's kind of wild. <laughs> um, but it, of course, has since come out for like Steam, PS4, PS Vita, the Wii U. This was on the Wii U, guys. That's how like <laughs> it hit everything. This game. It hit it hit the Stadia, fellas. It, ironically, it's not on Xbox. No. It's the one thing that's not on Xbox. Oh, that's funny. Maybe they have got some kind of licensing deal with Sony and Nintendo. But Well, on the Wikipedia page, under the development section, there's a tab that says, this section needs expansion. And below that is a single sentence, which states, the Xbox One version is on hold in favor of future, future projects from Image and Form, the developer of the game. So, uh, yeah. Hmm. I don't know why they wouldn't want to. No idea. Put it on there. It's, it's got pretty solid reviews uh, all the way around, like uh, between eighty to ninety on the scale for each different uh, like device. So I would say average mm-hmm. is eighty-five out of a hundred. Um, but yeah, I love um, games. Yeah, and uh, and in my opinion, uh, certainly worthy of that moniker. I think it's a it's a very good game. Um, I'm gonna admit something right off the background. Okay. Well, first things, first things first. I love that we got to play this game because if not for the podcast, I would never have played SteamWorld Heist, and I quite enjoyed the game. So hmm. thank you, Graham, for recommending it. Well, pleasure. Um, secondly, I did not pay much attention to the story because I listened to a lot of podcasts while playing this game and found that immensely enjoyable. And so I probably... <laughs> Might have missed the first half of the story. <laughs> um, not that there, I think, is too much story happening. There really isn't too would, much. You know, agree. Um, I mean, there's no story section on the Wikipedia page, so that that's why I <laughs> that went to the tells Wikipedia you. page. Yeah, so. Um, I mean, the the general gist of the story is that you're, you're kind of space... You're not really pirates, although you do a lot of stealing and killing. 
Um, but you're kind of space cowboys, I guess. Would be a a bit of a an appropriate yeah. term. So yep. the idea is that um, it's set in a universe where there's like all everyone's robots, basically. Um, right. And there's a sense of oppression by this regime, and like there's a queen, and these poor lowly steam bots are being repressed by the like I think I think that they're diesel based. The other ones. Yes, um, that's correct. And then eventually there's actually like something behind the queen that's been like lurking in the scenes, which actually is a little bit of a continuation of the steam world um, timeline lore. lore okay. Yes. Interesting. Um, the, the main antagonist uh, shows up in at least the other two steam world dig games. Um. But yeah, story like I th- I think like when you mentioned about the podcast, like this is a very good podcast game. It's a good like I would watch some YouTube series that I'm trying to catch up on while I'm playing mm. the game because I can kind of focus half and half on each and not have to worry too much. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah so. it's like uh, yeah, if to give a like context of what the gameplay is like and this is gonna sound bad i don't know quite what the technical term is for this game uh but it's very similar to like a XCOM style like would you call it like an rts is that the it's uh it's not real time so it's like a tactics tactics um 2d Uh. um if you don't know XCOM, like mario and rabbits yeah it's the same genre example uh, of that where like uh, you you move in turns uh through like yeah. this 2d map and fight enemies uh in turn-based combat you've got a small um, squad of one to four people that mm-hmm. you bring into semi-randomly generated spaceships and try to complete certain objectives and you can hide behind cover and you can there's like different classes of units some of them are better at sniping some of them have like access to heavy artillery that kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting um i know i know that the maps are randomly generated or so they say it didn't it didn't feel like that at all yeah it's um unless you're like, really looking for like the like there are like specific room layouts right but oh like, i see yeah like if you this is something i didn't realize until very late in the game if you click in the right stick, it'll bring up a mini map. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't they don't tutorialize it at all, as far as I can yeah, tell. Yeah, it's true. It's but, true. But um, if you you click on the stick, you pull up a mini map, and you can see that the rooms are very like um, identical shapes, pretty much. Like they're they're right. laid out in a grid pattern across right. the ship. So like the yeah, but like it the doesn't bones feel like are... that. So like are the bones of the of each level the same and then just the interior is different? The like the outside of the ship can be different and the layout of rooms inside the ship is different. Um but it all adheres to that kind of grid pattern. Right. Um, I see. So it's it still gives a good feeling of unpredictability. Mhm. Um which is good and like 
because the whole thing is you're trying to complete heists usually, which is typically you go in and you have to like pick up pieces of loot or destroy a certain object uh, and then get out. And right. It's, um, it it's a little bit like Heat Signature. Have I told I've told you about that game before? Uh, I don't think you have. Uh, it's um, Tom Francis is the dev. Uh, um, he also made Gunpoint. Oh, maybe you did. Wait, wait, wait. Is this like the pixelized version? It's kind yes, of like you a top-down version of this. Yeah, you did more tell me real about time. This. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's like a yeah. stick twin stick shooter, right? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah, you did tell me about this yeah. a long time ago, but it's there. Yeah, it's it's got a similar vibe in terms of like the heist and things can go wrong and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but it's a it's a really I don't know it it wasn't a game. Like this is my second time playing through. It wasn't sure. a game that I looked forward to playing, but it was a game that I enjoyed enough while I was playing it. If that makes sense. Like I didn't I didn't mind oh, yeah. playing it when I was doing something else. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I look at it like um they they were very consistent with the duration of the levels. And no level felt bloated, right? So you could probably do a mission in, depending on your ability and, and, and your your aggressiveness, like five to ten minutes, um, mm-hmm. which is a, to me is a really good length for this type of game, um, because you don't want something like that to like really drag on. Uh, I will say that it definitely got easier as your characters got better. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I had mentioned to you, um, kind of outside the podcast, just chatting about the game, like you, there are, I think there are about eight or nine characters you can choose from. Most mm-hmm. missions allow you to use three characters. Okay. Um, but essentially I was playing on a higher, when you play on a higher difficulty, you get more rewards. So I was playing at a higher difficulty. Uh, I think it was like the third to last difficulty out of like six experience or something like that. Yeah, and like an extra twenty five percent or something. Yeah, yeah. Of course, when you but when you do that, right, you kind of lock yourself in, unless you want to do lots of grinding to certain characters that are going to be high enough level to to be uh, useful, <laughs> to yeah. be to be eligible for the higher levels. So I didn't really play anybody other than my regular three. Uh, until I did some grinding later in the game just to work towards like uh, some stars that I had to clean up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that I, I kind of wish they would have implemented a system like where like after a mission a steam one steam bot can't go out again, uh, or maybe on the harder missions or the longer missions, mm-hmm. something to incentivize you as the player to uh, to keep swapping. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There is. There's definitely that kind of issue of, uh, I kind of, I had a few characters that I stuck with or characters that I bounced off. And uh, so what, what, what happens is that like you can level up the characters and as you do, their abilities increase. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found that if I didn't keep using some of the same characters, the, they fell behind the curve. Uh, I think like like you're saying, even on a lower difficulty, I think I played on like the 
the difficulty above normal for most of the game, and then I switched down to normal for the last, the back uh, leg of the game. Right. Um, and there's there's some things like um, they there's they they level up up to ten, and the capstone ability mm-hmm. that they get at ten. Um, I only got one of the characters, but it seems like they're really powerful. Yeah. Um, and some of them don't like if you're not using a character, it's tough to switch to another character. Yeah. Um, like if I have got my level seven guy who's got upgraded health and upgraded damage, uh, or like a special ability or whatever, and I switch over to my level three character, my level three character is both squishier, which means they might die, which means they don't get experience for the level. Yes. Um, or they're a hindrance to the team, or they're just it. Uh, it it's more difficult. It it's a it's a difficult choice to make. Um, like, so you know the fish boy, um, the glub glub guy. Did you meet him? Uh, I, see, I, I I did recruit all the characters, but I know nothing about two thirds of them. So okay, that that's fine. There's a fish man uh, okay. that. Is he literally a fish? Yeah, like he communicates in glubs. Like no, like he's a <laughs> he's a shit he's a um steambot. But he looks like a fish. Got it. Um and his whole thing is punching things. Um, okay. And so by the end like so every every so many levels uh, and he also heals when he punches things. He heals himself. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, so it's it, he's actually fantastic. He's probably one of my favorite characters to play with because he has vampirism on his punches, so he heals for that. He's an ability that lets him do two punches in one turn, and he has an ability that if he kills a unit on one on his turn, he gets to move again. Nice. Um and so but like Melee damage doesn't scale in the same way that weapons do. Um, right. So his his melee damage increases over time, and then there you get weapons and stuff that, or like boost items it. that'll boost your melee right. damage. Right. But his capstone ability at level 10 was an extra plus two to melee damage. Wow. And if I didn't have that, I couldn't one-shot some of the units. Um in like the later areas of the game. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, it's um this this is almost like this is a requirement. Uh, right. But then there's also the weird thing of now he's at max level, so he's not gaining any experience. So I would want to almost bring in the new unit, but by the time I got to the end of the game, like I I only had one unit at level ten and most of my units were that I used were like level eight, eight or nine. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's, it's interesting because like that's such a different play style than I play with any of my characters. Okay. Right. Because uh, I generally used the captain. I forget her name. Who Piper, yeah. is Piper, uh, who is like uh, a sniper. So she's very ranged mm-hmm. and like the weapons she gets, uh, um uh generally have like a line of sight uh but they might have and high damage 
because uh, line of sight's really important because you can like aim your shots precisely. Uh, mm-hmm. And sometimes you need critical shots, like critically aimed shots. But the, the downside is some of our weapons, like you can't move and shoot. You have to move, place, the next turn shoot. Um, I use, I think his name is C Bass, C Brass. Yeah. One of those. Uh, who's like, he's like the first mate of the ship. And uh, he's, he, he's the starting character along with Piper. Um, and his abilities range from like, if you get, if he gets damaged, uh, he ups his, uh, ups his next attack and he can also heal over time when you get him leveled up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he also has this ability called double shot, which later in the game, I had a gun that was a try shot. <laughs> so when I used double shot, it actually, it came up, uh, would that be hexa shot? It shot six times instead of three times, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I use Sally, who is like a bit squishy, but she has this ability called kill shot, where if she kills an enemy, she can shoot again. And then her abilities kind of range from like buffing or damage or doing that, doing kill shots uh, continuously until you run out of targets to kill, which mm-hmm. can be super, super effective if you're dealing with like, uh, uh, especially later on when she's leveled up. Or, or powered up, like, when you're dealing with, uh, even, like, the last section of the game, there's a lot of low health uh, enemies to fight that yes. just move, move around or spawn really quickly. So she's very critical in just, like, taking out three or more units in a turn. Um, and then on the occasional mission where I needed a fourth, uh, I think his name's Valentine, mm-hmm. uh, who is, like, a tanky somewhat melee somewhat i used i just strapped him up with a rocket launcher and called it a day but uh you gave valentine a rocket launcher grenade launcher maybe oh i didn't know he could do anything other than sharpshooting wait uh valentine's the big buff guy right uh you're thinking of ivansky i think yes or whatever okay. i'm sorry i'm sorry uh, i did valentine's not talk to any the of them sniper okay the i'm wrong sniper man yeah Thank you for that correction. Yes, um, I am. I am very good at names, and so it is important that I correct. Wait a minute, no. Graham. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, bad at names. Um, it's okay. It's okay. For some reason, I can remember some of the names in this game. <laughs> Maybe because they're yeah. iconic, like payroll. I see. I'm feeling a little guilty now because I did not even talk to the crew. <laughs> I. It's just my my. My motivations in playing this game were just like listen to a podcast and relax, and mm-hmm. it was very effective for that. Um, yeah, yeah, faulting I, you for that. Yeah, again, as you, uh, I'll, I'll stipulate this again because I, I don't know if I missed the point the first time around, but it definitely gets a th- uh, super easy <laughs> as uh, as you get later in the game, like uh, the abilities that you get, the weapons you get, and the. Uh, uh, and the items you get that you can use just kind of eclipse, in my opinion, the enemies, which is fine. I'm not complaining about this. Um, but they also do try and shake it up. The last section of there's three acts in the game, uh, and you fight three different types of enemies kind of in each act. And then in the last act, they get enemies that like teleport and can move very fast or have shields uh, that you have to take down before you can attack them. So mm-hmm. they, they did ke- keep that re- last act really fresh to kind of play with your preconceived uh, methods of gaming or uh, methods of, uh, of game. Because like mm-hmm. before, like you kind of, you'd like hunker, just hunker down. You'd get a good position, you'd hunker down. 
you you'd fire you try and get position advantage but in the last act you can't really have position advantage for more than one turn so you're constantly like on the move or or um you know prioritizing targets things like that so i like that aspect a lot yeah kept you thinking mhm mhm yeah so no. i did i did really enjoy like how we we played in very different play styles yeah um like, yeah and uh like the game offers a lot of different ways to customize your characters uh, aside from the weapons like each character can only use certain weapons but aside mm-hmm. from that there are uh these hosts of like other items uh, like health kits you can use or boots to make you move farther or armor um or like mods to your ammo or uh brass knuckles to help your melee damage these yeah. different things that you can use to more personalize the way you want to play that don't necessarily constrict your character or or like aren't constricted to your character um mm-hmm. and i really i really like that because it was like okay um i'm playing on a real hard difficulty so i really just want to build tankier characters safer characters that mm-hmm. are gonna you know survive um and i was able to do that um but later in the game when i want to switch it up you know uh i was able to do that as well with more aggressive based uh items um mm-hmm. and additionally they do a really good job of like limiting your inventory space so that you're kind of, uh, in a sense, like um, encouraged to to make those tough decisions of okay, what items am I going to keep, and what I'm going to what am I going to sell? Uh, and I think it's 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 good that they didn't just let let you have as many items as you want because then I think uh, it would get really cluttered and and uh, uh, confusing with all if you if you just have unending items. Yeah. Know? And it means that, like, you throw out the old and bring in the new. Yes. Like, yeah. You can get rid of your plus three health thing for a plus four health right. thing. Um, right. Yeah, and it means that you know pretty much what you have. Yeah. Um, without having to think too much about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, it's uh, it's honestly pretty... It's very pal- polished. Yes, absolutely. It's balanced. Um there is yeah lots it it's a very clean game there's not really much like it's very like lean there's not a lot other than what it is but what it is is pretty good um it doesn't really bloat itself with unnecessary content um so yeah there's there's there are some customization options with your hats too yeah um, yeah not uh, not as much as I thought there was going to be. Well, there's like almost 100 hats in the game. And actually, uh, there's a trophy related to the hats that okay. is like super hard. Because you have to get... There are a bunch of trophies related to like, hey, have everyone in your crew wear this type of hat. Like an army hat or some other type. Mm-hmm. But there's also like, I think you have to get like 60 hats. And apparently that's really difficult to get like 60 unique hats. Is that without the DLC? Uh, if you add the DLC in, it makes it much easier. That's true. Yeah. So, so uh, but the DLC makes another trophy significantly harder. So I'm holding. Off oh, really? DLC. Yeah, there is a uh, a trophy for like beating the game on elite with like all three stars, no mission wipes, and less than 800 moves. Okay. And 
if you have the DLC, you have to do the DLC too. Ooh, that's which rough. Makes yeah, which makes it really tough, uh, reportedly. So you almost um, want to play through it once, get that achievement, correct. once or twice, and then pop the DLC to get the hats. That's correct. That is my plan. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And once I finished the game, because I, I played it on the Switch, which has all the DLC included. Right. Um, so I had the new character. Um, it came with some new stages to play. Right. And then, of course, it's got some extra hats. Um, of course. It's got to. There was... There were some hats that were references to other... I don't, I don't know if yep. they're in the base game or just the DLC. I believe they're in the base game, yeah. Okay. Uh, I had I had um, the uh, not-so-square head or something on <laughs> my fish boy, who was basically just Cloud Strife. Yes, um, I've seen that, yeah. Uh, there, I found Naoto's hat. Oh, cool. Uh, That's very cool. There's, a, there's Professor Layton's hat. Uh... That's another game, um, but that is another game. Yeah, it's uh, there. There, there are some fun nods here and there. Yep, little, little tips of the hat, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was a, it was an enjoyable game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It <laughs> Do was. you have anything else? Uh, it's hard because it's like I feel like there should be. Um, yeah, I'll say this: we, like we, there are like there are like some pretty decent boss battles, in my opinion. Um, oh yeah. Like I, I remembered, I messaged you after the second boss battle versus the, the, queen? the queen, and uh, I, I learned what to do. It was in, it, it, it's interesting because like I had such a hard time the first time. I got my butt okay. kicked, uh, and I was like, I was really frustrated. I'm like, dang, this is hard. I'm never gonna do this. And then the next time, I did it. Um, okay. And and the last boss is actually a little similar. Is that like when you're playing those missions, you just have to actually just focus on clearing out. I guess you want to call if you want to call them ads, like just I ki- focus on killing the characters they spawn before doing damage to the boss. Because mm-hmm. what I was doing before in the queen and the final boss was like damaging the boss as much as possible, which is inst- it's initiating these new. Uh, New enemy waves. spawns, new waves, new mechanics to make the fight more difficult. So I, I was just stacking upon myself all this difficultness that I didn't need to do. So I did that with the, the second boss and the final boss, and then I realized the error of my ways of like, I wonder if I can just clear these guys out and kind of ignore the boss for three or four turns and mm-hmm. see if that help, uh, helped. And it did a lot, so... Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think I played this game for like maybe ten hours, um, and I but think that's a pretty. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good, uh, good time for this style of game. It didn't overstay its welcome. It wasn't, uh, uh, you know, too short. Um, there is new game plus capabilities, um, which I will be uh, completing eventually. Um, the game does let you like. Like uh, review, uh, go over the map again and do all the missions again. If just in the regular game, after you beat it, you don't have to go new game plus unless you want to. So um, that's that's neat as well. There's, there's that post game play, um, and yeah, I like you mentioned about the hats as well. The game does have you know pretty witty writing. 
um and mm-hmm. uh, it's got it's got a neat um style to it so um yeah those are my final thoughts that that reminded me um so the fish man um throughout the entire game he only speaks in glubs yes so he'll say glub glub and then piper will go back oh yeah that's interesting Um, (laughs) because for some reason piper and everyone else can understand him but you can't that's Um, really funny and at the very end of the game he says I glub you. <laughs> That's the only sentence he speaks in the entire game, and it's great. Uh, um, I I think one of the things that I remember about this game, like reading about it too, was the the music. Um, so like you know when you go into a like a cantina or something, and there's a band playing. Um. I know that there's an animation of a band playing. Yeah. So they actually got, it's like a steampunk band. No way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So oh, they actually cool. got this, um, this band to uh, make some songs for the game. And so it's actually them like, like robot versions of them are the band that plays in the different parts of the game. Um, I can't remember what it, the, something about giraffes or something hmm. but uh yeah so it's a uh, kind of neat i remember reading about this game uh i don't think i think i think the nintendo the nintendo power was gone by then but yeah um yeah it's yeah, like, I, yeah. sorry go ahead it's a good developer i've followed them for a number of years and i've played most of their games at this point yeah it's it's again, I think it's why I enjoy doing the podcast so much is like I wouldn't have played this without the podcast and not that like it's like revolutionary or groundbreaking or anything, but it's a it's a solid, well done game and I'm glad to have paid for it. Um and I think like there's so much noise right now. Uh there's there's so much competition and content. Um like more than ever before in the history of not even just gaming, just, just entertainment in general. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, it, it, I'm really glad I, I played this game. Um, because, okay. because it is so unique and because it is so, so well done. It's like, um, I don't know. There's a bit of a satisfaction in being like, Hey, I enjoyed something that was good. I, I, <laughs> I, you know, like, because sometimes you don't like sometimes you you know you 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 pour your heart and soul in, into like a fandom and then the game is awful <laughs> right or uh or whatever right or the movie's awful or whatever so it was nice to like kind of come into this blind have no expectations and just be really uh really pleased and like you said like uh kind of like uh I don't know. I'm not. I'm not very developer centric, but recognize mm-hmm. like, oh man, this is a really good game. Maybe I should look at their other games as well. Hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah. Do Steam yeah. World? Does Steam World Dig play anything like this? Oh or no, it it's completely different? different. That's really cool. I like that a lot. All of their games, except for like the two Steam World Digs, 
are yeah. like wildly different genres. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I I I, I like that a lot actually. Uh, yeah. be, because like you probably, it, it, it's actually ingenious to be honest. Because like instead of wearing your your fans out with the same game over and over again, you can just make different games, but with the same style, aesthetic, general. You know, you don't need to keep redrawing the drawing board. <laughs> yeah, you've got the basics. You've got the concept art or whatever. It's just yeah. uh, the gameplay. So people buy into the tone of the series. Yeah. Rather than the like individual gameplay elements, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a neat take. Yeah, I think the the closest thing I could think of is like, did you ever heard of the Bit Trip games? Mm, I don't think so. So, Bit Trip Runner was their big game that like kind of uh, was was their most successful, I think. But it was a series of uh, games in the Wii area, WiiWare. Um, okay that they it was five different um rhythm games mm-hmm. uh all starring this central main character uh but they all were very different um very different gameplay but all had a same similar kind of uh aesthetic and vibe to the game hmm. um yeah i think that's uh, the closest i could think of to this um because like the games they were they're also brutally difficult so i never got through them mm. but um it's it's that kind of idea of almost like a brand uh, yeah of this yeah like there's well, this steam world brand yeah i mean pokemon doesn't yeah. i think po- pokemon probably does it better than most um and again it, yeah it's absolutely um and I, and I think, like, that's the benefit of, like, uh, a more, like, a, ma- a more creative uh, aesthetic, right? Like, you, I'm trying to think of, like, okay, you can't do, like, Call of Duty any other way except the way you do Call of Duty, right? Because it just doesn't work. The The core concept is, you know, first-person shooter. Um, and some games have tried. Call of Duty dating sim? Well... I mean, if I could date Reznov, you know, maybe. <laughs> um, no, like, I think some games try and do it, like, like, and some games can do it, but like Halo, right? Halo has, like, Halo Wars, Spartan Assault, and those types of game games work in the context of Halo. Um, but in the context of SteamWorld or Pokemon or BitTrip, where there is no context that, you know, is grounded in reality, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. Uh, Persona is another one that just kind of does yeah. weird, different things um, that because there's no, there's no like reality grounding there, I, which is ironic. Cause like Call of Duty is like zombies and stuff like that. But um, I just think uh, that's the benefit of like having a super stylized uh, brand. Um, yeah. Like this is stylized Pokemon stylized. Uh, and uh, so is Persona. So, Mm-hmm. Dude, Persona is so good. The music is so good. The The art style is so good. I just, I, I, I feel bad that I'm not playing more Persona 5. I really should be playing it. Yeah. And I, I got to play. We're going to, we're going to make some time that we can just sit down and play a bunch of it. Um, <laughs> you, I guess so. I'm going to, I have uh, to, I'll, sorry, you go I'll, for have it. To, I'll have to try and get a weekend away. Honestly, I think I might have to like say. 
I mean, I, I, I'm going to my busy season at work, mm-hmm. and and they're encouraging us to take a, a, a three day weekend. So I'm going to try and perhaps sneak away <laughs> <laughs> if I'm allowed to. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But uh, with my PS5 uh, and play Persona Four Five uh, and get 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 some some hours in. So um, also the soundtracks are on Spotify now. Oh, really? That's oh, good to know. There's a fantastic typo in one of the sound titles. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. In Get hit Persona, me with it. so Persona Three, like so, the soundtracks for Three, Four, and Five are on there now. Um, and Three's got some really weird song titles. Mm-hmm. But one of them, they put instead of "Burn My Dread," it's official. They put on "Burn My Bread." It works so well. They shouldn't change it. No, no, it's uh, uh it's so good. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the review is over. We're just kind of vamping now. But uh, yeah, I, we should. Would you? Would you play over the Christmas break, Graham? Um, I think good. I, I played. Um, wait. I, I, played... I saw you. I I saw you playing this new game. Is it called um, Gem Shine? Impact? What's it called? Oh yeah, have I told you about this game called uh, Genshin Impact? No, not gonna no, lie, yeah. I played a lot of that. I know, Graham. I watch you. How? I know when you're playing. Uh, I saw it on Discord. I think. Okay, so yes, I did play it some on the computer, but when I so I I did I went home for the Christmas break. Um, and I didn't have my main gaming computer there. So I played on average, like, so a new zone just dropped for Genshin. So I played like 10 to 20 hours of Genshin each week, um, on my phone. (laughs) Um, it's a, it's a good game. Uh, I also (laughs) played... Uh, one of the games that we're going to cover next on the podcast soon. I played SteamWorld. I tried to play Dark Souls 3, but <laughs> um, the latency on my folks' television is so high that it was almost like a 0.5 second delay between hitting the button and my character like, reacting, which, if you've played a Dark Souls game, is too long. Yes. Um, so that that didn't work but uh for the most part it was genshin how about you um i've been actually back into steam gaming a bit i uh i may have steam world no like steam pc gaming i know i know oh okay uh yeah i might have gone a little crazy with like the cards system oh 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 really yeah. (laughs) yeah i've really i've really been enjoying it uh, and spending, I, I probably spent too much money on it, so I'm gonna stop spending money on it. But uh, I've been also, uh, so most of my like uh, some group of friends and I have been playing um, Battlefront Two, okay, uh, on on PC, which is really fun because I played it on PS4 like when it initially came out, like the first year of launch, and it really changed a lot from like post one year to like 
post three years. Like there's lots of uh, great content on there now, and it's it's okay. a lot of fun um, and pretty active uh, player base as well. Oh, that's good. Uh, I've also been playing. Uh, a buddy of, of mine, uh, we played Halo CE on Legendary, and we're currently going through Halo 2 on Legendary. Nice. And I don't know. Have you ever played Halo 2 on Legendary, Graham? No. Don't ever do it. <laughs> uh, it's like Halo CE, like they nailed Legendary. They nailed it. It's it's okay. it's tough, but it's fair, and it like it rewards you for for thinking critically and, and strategically and, and taking risks. And Halo 2, it's just like, hey... You're just gonna die all, all the time like it's it's the cheapest thing in the world it's pretty bad no uh and the first mission i think is actually the hardest which it was the most discouraging uh That's like they rough. yeah like there's this uh there's enemies in the game uh sniping uh, sniping jackals mm-hmm. that no matter where they hit you you die oh and and when you do co-op in halo 2 it doesn't matter if you die you both restart the checkpoint oh it's not like the old, like the newer ones where. Correct, Halo or Halo CE. It's I think it's the only only Halo game like that. Nah. So, yeah. So Halo Two is like notoriously difficult for Legendary. Uh, that being said, we're making good progress. We're more than halfway through. Uh, oh, that's although, good. although we, there were some rough nights. I think the first night we played, we probably played two hours in the first mission and didn't even and didn't didn't beat it, and then uh, we were really mad. So. Uh, we're taking it piece by piece, but we're, we're making our way through the Master Chief collection. Um, mm-hmm. And then lastly, uh, I've been playing some Pokemon. Uh, my daughter and I have been playing Pokemon Sapphire uh, at bedtime. Oh, nice. And so she, uh, I play and she kind of dictates what we do, who we catch, what we name Pokemon. Mm. Uh, but then that also inspired me to uh, play some more. And I found a, a tweet actually yeah, yesterday. About a, uh, a a mod for Pokemon Fire Red called Pokemon Radical Red. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I haven't. It basically is like hard mode Pokemon. Uh, okay. With, uh, and it's obviously in the style of Fire Red, but it has all of Pokemon. Like all the ones up to the latest generation. It's got like Dynamaxing, uh, other features that, that like, hmm. the newer games have. But like... Uh, it has um, advanced AI, um, like they'll swap out to, to type match. You can't use items in battle, which I didn't know when I was going to the first gym. That caused me to fail heavily. Uh, yeah. Um, so lots of different things. Uh, I'm not too far right now. I've only beaten the first gym. But lots of different things to make the game more difficult, uh, more engaging. So uh, I'm really enjoying it, actually. It's a very well done uh mod um if you think like how much work it would take to make sprites and all that for you know 500 plus pokemon that weren't around in gen 3 uh and then feature them in this game it's pretty impressive so it's a big amount of effort yeah yeah and other than that uh i've been playing some uh podcast games we'll be talking about Hmm. Nice. Yeah. But I think we're coming up on an hour now, so we've we've hit the quota. <laughs> we've almost. Yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, we're close enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess we should go back to review. Would you recommend this game? Uh, yeah, we'll, I would recommend the game. It's we'll, well made. It's well polished. 
it's good fun. Don't have to think too hard. So, yeah, it's good. What would, would you rate it? What would you rate it, Crap? Uh, I was thinking... I was going to say a Nauto, because, like, thinking, and also there's Nauto hat in it. I don't... <laughs> like, it's weird, because... You think in the game, but you also don't have to think too hard. Yeah, you, like you, you kind of turn your brain off. Yeah. You don't have to think multiple turns ahead. You only need to think like at maximum one turn ahead. Actually, um, I just I just remembered something. Okay. If you're listening to this game or this podcast and you want to play this game, don't listen to what I'm about to say because it will probably ruin your experience. But there okay. is a pretty big... There's a pretty big exploit in the game that nullifies all consequence. Uh, okay. So the the game saves at the start of every turn that you have. Um. So if you ever make a mistake, you can just exit out of the game <laughs> and then reload at the start of the turn again. Yeah. And so if you miss a shot, restart. If one of you guys dies, restart. Like you can you can really exploit that to fix your mistakes. <laughs> so. Uh... That would which be I nice ha- for the which I happily occasional... did. I happily did. <laughs> be nice for the occasional time that I blew up one of my people with a rocket launcher. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would also recommend this game for all the reasons you listed. Um, and I would probably rate it uh, a Chie. Because it kind of has that f- spunky fighting vibe that Chie's hmm. got going on. So... Um, yeah, well, that was our first review of 2021. It's it's hard to believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we got lots of great uh, content coming up for the next few weeks. We got it all kind of scoped out. Uh, I'm really excited about next week's or our next episode's uh, game, and uh, and maybe Persona 5 will come at some point. But uh, until such time that it does, we will see you two weeks from now, and I bid you good night. Yes, have a good night.